Good day all, it is September 6, 2022. Peter Hofstra here with an update on North American equities. Like it's the day after Labor Day, another short Canadian summer is over. Back to the routine. I know some embrace and welcome that. Maybe some lament another summer has gone away. It was certainly the summer of heat waves around the world. Uh, and lots happening within markets as well. Pretty volatile time as, as we've been talking about through, through these last few updates. And markets, we haven't retraced our lows as much as August has rolled over. I think in, in June was a low in the U.S., July in Canada. A bit of a reprieve uh, and then some rollover uh, sort of culminating in the Jackson Hole event where Jerome Powell had a very brief speech, a bit of a threat down of higher rates are still coming. Stop your spending, people, or we're going to jack interest rates. And so as, as we look into the fall, and this is when a lot of you know, investors and others will be paying attention presumably more to their portfolios, it's a lot to try to reconcile. And I think broadly what you're trying to reconcile is certainly equity prices have corrected quite a bit. We think the longer term opportunity to make money in equities is very compelling. You know, we would, again, put the emphasis on quality to make sure in businesses that can handle uh, a tumultuous economic environment. But that longer term opportunity has to be reconciled against all the near term uncertainty. Is the Fed doing the right thing, the wrong thing? Are they going to push us into a shallow recession, a deep recession? And some of the things to really consider is, is keep in mind early on, they might have been right at the beginning. And at the beginning, they said, we're not going to raise rates, even though there's inflation from the supply chain, but it's because it's from the supply chain. That's not our issue. We're monetary guys. We can create too much demand, but we can't really control supply. So originally they said, why would we raise rates when people are already experiencing spending impact from inflation and we need capitalism to work? Right. And capitalism, the pricing mechanism is core to capitalism where there's higher prices. Capital should flow to make those additional returns. So those additional returns are extinguished and prices come back down. Right. Higher prices cure high prices. But why would you build a semiconductor factory if you're a supplier to the automotive industry? If as prices go higher, central banks step in and kill demand. Why would you, if you're an energy producer, add more uh, oil wells if as soon as prices go higher, central banks step in and kill demand. And so that's one of the risks here that maybe doing this to hurt inflation in the short term or curb inflation in the short term means we're not going to extinguish it over the medium term. We're not allowing supply chains to heal themselves. And it's not just COVID that was certainly it, that that just in time inventory approach that supply chains were built on clearly was quite fragile. And mind you, a global pandemic is a pretty major event. But the supply chains didn't survive that. But of course, you've got the residual of these global tensions certainly between China and the U.S. Uh, and so this need to reposition supply chains, bring in other geographies or domesticate uh, certainly something that is needed to happen if it was really going to cure this sort of cause of higher prices. And so have we kicked that can down the road? That's a risk. Right. I think the other risk here is that as rates go higher, that, of course, there's a lag. Right. And so. Mortgages don't all renew the same day rates go higher, right? Corporates don't have to renew all their debt structure the day rates go higher. Those things tend to roll over over a period of time, but naturally that's going to be more expensive. And that ultimately does curb spending, but there is a lag post the rate hiking. So the risk is we are either have or might raise rates so high that we overshoot on crushing that demand and we do trigger a deep recession, which would include a spike in unemployment. And then you get a crisis of confidence, and then it's a lot of work. You really have to do a reversal on rates to try to get people spending again. And so I think these are the, some of the things that we're trying to reconcile. 
again, all against the backdrop of a, of a decent opportunity to make money on equity. Uh, and so that's, you know, we, we would remain cautious here. Again, I don't think you sell out of your equities, um, but I think you want to remain cautious. This is not time necessarily to go all in. As I said, look at if you're a 60-40 balance and you might go as high as 70 or as low as 50, you know, your equity 60%, you know, maybe you're 61, 62. I don't think you, or maybe you're sort of rebalancing if, if things have, have been repositioned a bit. But there's certainly reason to remain cautious. Uh, and so look at, I know that's not necessarily uplifting, but I hope it's truthful. Uh, I hope it gives you some insight on the things that we need to be tracking. You know, at the end is rates, frankly, are more important than inflation. And I think that's right. So which means a very small number of people have a massive impact. If the Fed pivoted and said, okay, you know, inflation starts to roll over and on energy alone, it's going to start to roll over, right? Oil broke into the 80s, I think around this time last year. So if inflation does roll over and says, you know what, we're okay with three or 4%, we don't want uh, unemployment to spike, we're gonna stop raising rates, markets are gonna rally even if inflation stays sort of higher than the 2% target. And I think that's where we have to be careful and that's where you can miss out on an equity rally. That's not necessarily gonna happen when inflation is back to 2%. That rally is gonna come when central banks think, okay, we've done enough to hurt demand, we need to back off. Uh, and that's where the uncertainty comes in. I think while you want to remain in the market, but I think again, there's certainly time to be cautious and volatility is, is probably a good baseline expectation. Anyway, so a bit of an update. Um, hope everyone's well as we get back into the routine and we'll check in with you in another month. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment. Certain statements in this podcast are forward-looking that are predictive in nature, depend upon, or refer to future events or conditions. Forward-looking statements are subject to risks, uncertainties, and assumptions that could cause actual results to differ materially from those set forth. Although the forward-looking statements contained herein are based upon what CI Global Asset Management and the Portfolio Manager believe to be reasonable assumptions, neither CI Global Asset Management nor the Portfolio Manager can assure that actual results will be consistent with these forward-looking statements. Certain statements contained in this podcast are based in whole or in part on information provided by third parties, and CI Global Asset Management has taken reasonable steps to ensure their accuracy. Market conditions may change, which may impact the information contained in this podcast. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the prospectus before investing. The indicated rates of return are the historical annual compounded total returns, net of fees and expenses, payable by the fund, including changes in security value and reinvestment of all dividends or distributions, and do not take into account sales, redemption, distribution, or optional charges or income taxes payable by any security holder that would have reduced returns. Mutual funds are not guaranteed, their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated.